Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. and amazing queens how are you welcome to this week's episode of the kiss my crown podcast now we are in our manifesting 101 baby and this is the episode two of that so we're going to continue on with that today and i'm going to share a little bit about what's going on in my life at the moment because it's let's be honest it's what i do (laughs) so at the moment we are So we've received the news that our house is still about 12 to 18 months away from being ready. And as a lot of you might know, if you've been tuning in, that I do, you know, had moved into my family farm. And look, that environment is just not one that we thrive in. Let's, I think it's safe to say and put it that way. So, you know, Hubby and I have decided in the meantime that, you know, because we have up to 12, you know, 12 to 18 months is that, we're going to look for a property to rent so that we can have our own private family space and just, you know, something in between while we move. So, you know, and this is a big lesson, you know, because, you know, obviously a house is something that I've manifested, but, you know, in, in this case, it doesn't, it doesn't go the way we want it to go. <laughs> Right. So as much as we can manifest everything is sometimes it does not go exactly to plan or the way that we want it to go. So, you know, and that's okay because clearly the universe has something much more amazing um, lined up for us. Obviously, we're still getting a house and all that sort of stuff. It's just that there's just a little a little detour and a little adventure that we need to go on. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. It took me a minute to get to feeling like that um about it all but here we are and yeah you know and and it's great because you know in this instance especially with finding a rental you know there's so many stories out there about how it is at the moment and I just I just flat out refuse to buy into that stuff I that's not my story so I'm not telling myself that story I am it gets to be easy it gets to be easy and you know and I'm manifesting our in-between house (laughs) so for our next little adventure and you know the right one will come along at the right time and it'll be the one that we're meant to have so and it's funny because this for me is like a huge lesson in surrender and of course during this you know conversation that we're having we're going to get to surrendering because fuck is the hardest step but it's the most important one so you know I'm just learning over here as I go you know through experience to share with you oh my gosh now if you didn't already know I want to let you know about something that we are running it is the self-love club and it is a free virtual workshop that starts on the 5th of June um, literally a free work workshop, like a women's circle where we get together and we get to be collaborative. Our first topic is actually going to be about the importance of filling your own cup first. So I can't wait to get together with all the women who want to join. And if you would love to join in and I would love to have you there, please just head to my website at kissmycrownacademy.com 
and head to the self-love club tab and just put in your details to sign up. It's going to be hosted virtually, so you could do it from anywhere in the world. How awesome is that? And we'll be hosting it over Zoom. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see you. I cannot wait to hear you. I cannot wait to collaborate with you and just, you know, share some wisdom together and some beautiful feminine energy. So I am so looking forward to that. So if you want to join, join in, join in. All right, let's get into it. So, you know, last week we spoke about laying down the, you know, the foundation to get ready to manifest with mindset and energy. And this week we're going to start the building phase. All right. So last week I did speak about the B do have. Uh, No, I didn't speak about the B do have, did I? Um, I think I was more referring to the ask, believe, receive that you would have heard in The Secret. So I actually today that's what I want to do is I want to introduce you to the um, introduce you to the be do have model and this is the model in which I sort of follow when I'm manifesting. So be do have is the best way for me to put it is I love to use the millionaire analogy because you know maybe I want to be a fucking millionaire and so we seem to think I think as people we get led to believe that it's have then do and then be right so you you have a million dollars you do the things that millionaires do and then you be you be a millionaire and that's how we believe it goes but it's actually in reverse you've got to flip it up and you've got to reverse it and So what it is, is that you actually need to be the millionaire first, even before you have the million dollars, right? Because this is about embodying that version of yourself. This is about getting into the mindset of being a millionaire and and learning, you know, what's important to you and and how to become that person. So you, you be first. And once you sort of embody that sort of side of you, then you start doing the things that millionaires do, you know, so you start you know, this is where you'll start learning about finances and where to invest your own money and, and what you should do to make your money work for you and and all these sort of, you know, very next level mindset stuff because you've embodied that version of yourself. So you so now you're doing those things. You're being practical about being a millionaire because you already have a millionaire mindset. And then the million dollar, you know, the million dollars come and you become a millionaire, which is amazing. So they get to have, that's the have phase, right? And when we do it in reverse, and it does happen in reverse a lot of the time, have you ever seen um, when somebody wins the lotto and then they check in with those people who've won the lotto like five years later and they've blown all that money? That is why, because they're doing it in reverse. They're having, doing, being. And so, you know, because they have this million dollars, it doesn't automatic automatically make you a millionaire because you don't have that mindset so you don't know how to look after your finances you don't know how to make your money work for you don't know how to invest and you don't know how to do all that sort of stuff so you just blow it right so that's what it is in reverse so you know we're going to be talking about the be do have and what we're talking about today is part of the b phase um and if we're going to go with the sort of old school analogy of ask believe receive then this is also the ask phase okay so um You know, and basically what that ask phase is, and I'm going to say it very simply, is about deciding exactly what it is that you want and declaring it, that it's yours. So, you know, this is the thing, like, and if you want to use this as a bit of an experiment to see if the sort of manifesting stuff works for you, then I would highly suggest 
picking one thing that you want to manifest. You know, maybe you want to manifest a new job. Maybe you want to manifest a car, a house, a career, a partner, a baby, whatever. I don't know, whatever, you know, maybe pick one thing for the sake of this. Um, But, you know, as you grow your manifesting muscles, then you know, go for, go for gold, manifest your whole freaking life. You know, maybe, maybe you want to manifest a a body size or anything. It could be anything. So, but what I want you to think about is I do want you to think about what it is that you actually want. Now, when you are thinking about this and this is, you know, you know, I'm a journaler. All right. So if that's you and that resonates with you, grab out your journal and start. And I would like you to sort of Maybe put this sort of title or if you're somebody who likes to talk things through, then, you know, do this as well. I want to ask you the question. If there was nothing, absolutely not a single thing holding you back, what would you want? So basically, if you were guaranteed success in anything that you wanted to go after, what is it that you would go after? Um, you know, like, you know, that's that's where I want us to start. And I want you to think limitlessly here because, you know, so much we we think about when we think about what we want, we think about what we think is possible. Fuck possible, right? Because whatever, you know, whatever our mind can conceive, we can achieve. And, you know, like, so in some, you can't be limited by what it is that you think is possible all the time because, you know, we've only been exposed to such a limited amount of what's actually possible but you know like you know I don't know walking on the moon wasn't possible one day right and then we're just like fuck it we're gonna try it like and this is the same sort of thing here so I want you to to take off that sort of oh I could never do that I don't have the money to do that or I could never I don't want you to think about the how with this at all that's the how when it comes to manifesting the how, and if you learn this now, the how is none of your fucking business, right? The how, that's the universe's job. How this is going to happen, of how what you want is going to happen, is not your responsibility, right? You don't need to worry about that. All you need to worry about is the what. What is it you want, all right? And really take the time to get really crystal clear on what it was, um, what it is that you want, but also doing that without being held back by what you think is possible you know like if you're I don't know like I'm 40 years old like well nearly 40 years old and you know if I want to turn around and be an actress tomorrow then that's what I'm going to put down I'm not going to be like oh I can never be an actress I've never been to acting school I'm 40 years old I would never leave my family and all this sort of stuff I'm not going to worry about that is I want to get in my creative brain here I don't want to be in my logical brain I want to be in my creative brain all right so I want you guys here to be into that creative brain and there's a few exercises that you can do to definitely to work through this and and one of it is like for me something that I use is my you can there's one that's called like my like one perfect day and it's where you sort of visualize and map out what your perfect you know your perfect day you know say you'd won the lotto what would your perfect day look like you know, or if you you had everything that you could ever have dreamed of, what would your perfect day look like? For me personally, I like to do my perfect week because I, I like I, I like to do I like to see what my week would look like 
in my dream life. All right. So, and the reason this works for me is because, you know, like, I don't know, like I, I don't limit myself to one day because, you know, one day for me, you know, it might be, you know, I wake up on a Monday and it's sort of a nice slow morning. And then I head to the salon with my mom and get my hair blown out and we go out for lunch and we do a little bit of shopping and we come home. But on Tuesdays is a work day and, you know, and I'm working in my dream business and I'm creating content and courses and coaching and doing all this really amazing stuff. But see how that's two very different days, but they're both part of my my dream life. Um, so that's why for me personally, I love using my perfect week. And so I'll map out a week and sometimes like I've written this down. I actually have this written down like a schedule somewhere um, on Canva. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm a bit of a visual person. So I like to think through it and I will definitely journal it and write it out. Like what each day would look like in my perfect week. Um, from the people I would see to the places I would go to where I would eat food to who I would, you know, like spend time with friends or with my mom or with my husband or with my son. You know, like all this sort of stuff comes into it. You know, what car I drive or where I go to get places, what days I work. Like for me, it was like a Tuesday to Thursday sort of situation and what I would do on the weekends. And yeah, I I do my my perfect week. And, you know, some people even like to go further than that and look at sort of a perfect year and they might not go into as full detail with perfect year. But what they're looking for is, you know, like, you know, if I was to live out this year and it was everything that I wanted to be, I would travel twice. I would, you know, achieve X amount of dollar, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it just depends on what works best for you. And, you know, you might not need to do any of these activities because you might know straight off of the bat exactly what it is you want. And if that is you, that is so fucking amazing and well done. Um, but I want it to be the things that you're almost too scared to say out loud because you think they're fucking ridiculous. All right. So, you know, maybe I want to be fabulous by 40, uh, like 40 and I want to lose X amount of weight and look a certain way by my 40th birthday. And if that's what I want, then I'm going to be really specific about that. Um, and yeah, just be really, really specific about what you want. All right. So, if I was to tell you like some of the things that I'm working on this year, like I want to double my income this year. So I want to hit six figures. That is my manifesting goal for this year. And and I have it as a bigger goal. So then by achieving that, it actually knocks off a lot of smaller goals. And a lot of those smaller goals is, you know, when I'm, when I'm going to hit my six figures, I want to be doing that between my day job and between my business and launching my business. And I want to have X amount of clients and I want to reach so many people. And these are the sort of things that I want to do in a year. So that's, you know, where I look at, you know, with my goals and where I am. Um, You know, I also want a new car and I want my first designer handbag. And, you know, there's some like little things in there too that I want. But sort of by reaching a certain level of success, I know I'm going to knock those lower tier goals off as well anyway. So that's why, you know, I try and, you know, set it that way. Um, you know, and mine's very lifestyle based. Like I know the sort of lifestyle that I want to live and they're the sort of goals that I set. So really get in touch with what your goal is. 
And when I say about getting in touch, is I really want you to connect with it, whatever it may be. So, you know, maybe you want to manifest the perfect partner. Well, get in touch with that feeling and get in touch with what would that relationship, uh, sorry, relationship look like? What would it feel like? What sort of things would you do? What sort of person would that be? And what sort of, you know, if you're interested in that sort of person, what sort of person is he attracted to? And, and all this sort of stuff, like really think about it, you know, or maybe it's that you want to grow your business, you know, into a six figure business. Okay, well, what does that actually look like? What does it feel like? What would your typical work day look like? And just really get in touch. And whether that, like I said, whether it's writing it out or meditating on it, either way, I want you to feel it. All right, I want you to feel it. And, you know, I want you to, to declare it, you know. And so when we ask for the universe for what it is that we want, we need to declare what it is, what it is we want, like we're asking Google for something, right? Hey, Google, give me six-figure annual income this year, please. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you don't necessarily need to say thank you to Google, but I like to be polite. So, hey, universe, I want to earn six figures this year. Thanks. You know, like be specific, declare it um, and declare it with confidence. Don't beg for it. Like, you know, we spoke last week and this is really important is we spoke last week about energy and you need to match the energy that that your goals are at you know and this is what manifestation you know manifestation is like and and i you know it's probably going to offend a few people but whatever manifesting like manifesting is nothing more than setting a goal and having a game plan of fucking achieving that goal that's what manifesting is it is about and and to achieve a goal like even you know if you set a goal and to achieve a goal you need a certain sort of mindset and you need to go in there with a certain sort of energy and there's a lot of tools that you can use to get to your goal and that's what manifesting is right it's not I don't know like it's not this crazy you know woo woo thing it, it is goal setting it is goal setting and believing without a shadow of a doubt that you can have this and that you deserve it and that you can achieve it right that's what manifesting is so this is why we declare what it is that we want you know write that shit on paper you know you can say it out loud but you write it down you know it becomes that much more powerful about what it is that you want now, a few little tips with writing things down. Don't put a date on it. And again, that's probably, I don't know. I know many manifestation coaches who will tell you to put a date on it of when you want that by. But do you know what? You need to be open to what the universe has. You are co-creators. You are not the boss. And you do not be, I want this by then. It does not work that way. You will get it when you're meant to have it. It's divine timing. All right, you can't fucking beat divine timing. And the more energetically aligned and matched and everything that you are with what it is that you want, and, you know, it's going to be the quicker that you get it. You know, that's the reality. And, you know, I've spoken to you about my house, you know. It's going to be, you know, probably two years before I'm in my home. But fuck, it'll be worth it. But you know what? It's meant to be that timing. And I can't change that timing. Um, I need to accept that timing. I need to release and let go and surrender and just just let it be. But just hold out all faith that it's happening. Right? That's sort of, you know, where we go in that sort of sense of things when we're talking about 
manifest, you know, manifesting. So just be open. And also when you're declaring something at the end of what you're declaring, you know, I like with me, um, I want you to use the terms this or something better. Because like as you know, as much as I'm asking you to think limitlessly, you're still going to think with some limits. So even when you have these big outrageous goals that sort of scare you and that you would never say out in public because you think they're that ridiculous, they're still limited compared to what it is that you could achieve. So this or something better. So for me, I want to earn six figures in my business this year. Like I want to be a six-figure earner this year. This or something better. Because maybe the universe wants me to have seven figures this year. I'm open to that, right? You know, like, and I'm leaving myself open to that. Um, and it's where, and I was sort of talking about that energy, right? Being that energetic match is that you can't come at this with desperation. Desperation is not the energetic match for your goals. It's just going to create that manic and desperate energy and you're just going to attract more of that into your life. So just, you know, you need to declare what it is you want and then you need to detach. And that's fucking hard and we'll probably talk about that in another episode. But what I want to talk to you about in this episode a little bit more is, cool, like you've asked for what it is that you want, but say you've wanted this for a really long time. You need to get honest with yourself. Like what has stopped you in the past from achieving this? Um, what has come up for you as to, you know, like, and explore this a little bit. So I want you to think about it. I want you to journal on it. What has stopped you from achieving what it is that you wanted to achieve? You know, like for me, like I think about it. So what has it stopped me from achieving a six-figure annual income before? You know, why Why haven't I already achieved that? Well, when you start to come up with your reasons, you, you know, and you ask yourself through this, you'll start to realize these are what we call your limiting beliefs. So for this one, why haven't I earned six figures before? Because quite frankly, I didn't think I was worthy enough to earn six figures. I didn't think I was good enough to earn six figures. So I never had a career where I could possibly do that or my own business where I'd put myself in a position to be able to earn six figures. Um, definitely probably didn't think in the past that I was deserving to earn six figures. But I can also tell you from my own personal experiences that I have a lot of money blocks, um, you know, from my family history and what I've seen as a child and growing up, you know, um, that I've had to, you know, continuously work through and, you know, like I've worked through these in the sense of, you know, I doubled my income last year and I'm looking to double my income again this year. Um, and that puts me in a position that I've never been in before. But I have to do the work to get there. So what what do limiting beliefs look like? So when you've asked yourself that question, why isn't it, you know, why haven't I achieved the goal that I want to achieve? What comes up for you? what has been holding you back? Why, you know, and you're going to tell me like, oh, so I, I can't do it. Okay. Why can't you do it? I'm not smart enough. I'm not, I don't know, rich enough. I'm not, I don't know, whatever, you know, these things, what come up for you are going to be very different. But two of the main things that come up for people 
in regards to their limiting beliefs. These are the two most popular limiting beliefs is that you're not worthy enough, that you think that you're not worthy enough because you actually are worthy enough or that you don't deserve it. Um, and, and this will usually stem from, you know, this usually stems from childhood, let's be honest, you know, and these stem from stories that you've grown up believing either about yourself or about society or, you know, about anything. Um, you know, if I use the money as an example, you know, what, what stories did you grow up with around money? Because uh, I know for me, you know, money was the root of all evil. I saw some really horrendous acts from my family when it came to money. I saw money come. I saw money go. I saw money make people really do stupid things. I saw money just, I don't know. I just, you know, money was not a great thing for my family. And, and you know, for me, like I saw a lot of money come into our life, you know, at the expense of my dad being out of walk, you know, like, so these sort of things, you know, cause that sort of trauma, um, you know, but when we talk about things like worthiness, which is like the number one limiting belief that most people have and most people have in common is not feeling like they're worthy enough, that they're not enough, is because we actually get taught that we're not enough, <laughs> right and and it's a huge thing to overcome so whatever your limiting belief may be so maybe it is a money block maybe it is self-worth or not feeling that you're worthy enough to have this or you're not good enough or you know you don't deserve it I want you to ask yourself why why are you not enough all right and then when you get your answer from there then I want you to ask yourself again why do I believe this to be true? Um, because what you need to do is you need to, you know, work through these limiting beliefs. And working through these limiting beliefs, I'll be honest, it takes a lot of work. And your limiting beliefs you'll find are at different layers too. You know, like, so you'll, especially like every time you level up, right? Like, cause you'll go through as you're manifesting things and you start achieving these things, you'll start leveling up. And so say you set your first goal and then you achieve your goal. You would have worked on those limiting beliefs, but then you realize you're like, oh shit, now I've got a whole new level of limiting beliefs that I didn't know that were there. So then you'll work on those and then you'll level up and then you'll get up to the, you know, the million dollar level of limiting beliefs and you're like holy fucking shit <laughs> right and you, it, it's a continual process to to work through these and sometimes you just won't know them until you reach those milestones that you know that you have them um so what i actually want to talk to you about is some tools of what you can actually do to work through these limiting beliefs because it's all fine i'm going yeah you need to work on your limiting beliefs but if i'm not telling you how to work on your limiting beliefs you don't know right um, so I'm going to go through like a, a few different things. There's a lot of these techniques are available. You can find them online. Um, you can find them. A lot of them I sort of, I use a lot of meditation techniques for myself personally, and you'll find a lot of those online too, which is amazing. So um, the first one is working with your inner child and healing your inner child. And for me personally, I, you know, I, yes, I'm a big journaler, but for this one, I do this one through meditation and it's about, you know, during the process of meditation, you can find these online. But if you can't find these online, you can take yourself through this practice. 
is about going to a safe space. You know, maybe it's a garden or something, just something very safe. And then visualizing you as you are now and then your yourself as a child. Like, so there's as two different people there. Um, and through meditation, you know, and sort of, you know, talking through your subconscious, it's sort of talking to your inner child and asking her what it is that she needs and, you know, what especially if you're identifying like limiting beliefs and everything like that about, you know, reassuring her that everything is actually okay. A-okay. So you can introduce your inner child to your life now, you know, like, Hey, it's okay. I'm here for you. I love you. I support you. I will always be here for you, but look, I know you were scared and, you know, especially if you had a traumatic time and sometimes, you know, you can pinpoint that sort of stuff and, and talk to her and go, Hey, you know, you got through this, you got married, you have a beautiful son, you know, you're going to be okay. And sometimes it's just a little bit of that reassurance that you need. Um, personally, anytime I do any sort of inner child work, it brings up a lot of, oh, it's so emotional for me, but it's so it's so, so worth it. Um, another sort of technique to work through as well is, and, and this is a really, really important one. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to leave that one for now. I'm going to come back to it because it's such an important one because I think you should do these other ones first to get through to these limiting beliefs and then we're going to go there. So, you know, like I said before, huge journaler. So journaling through these limiting beliefs and, and trying to you know, really study them as to when they actually became um, a reality to you. You know, like when did you first start believing that you were not enough? When were you first made to feel like that? What happened in your life? You know, like start thinking about, okay, so I always knew it at this time, but when, when did it actually start? And sort of looking through moments of your life and, and and looking that as to when you believed it to be true and what made you believe it to be true. And then from there is looking through the evidence and go, is it is this something that's actually true? Or is this just something that might have been true once? Or just something that I've believed to be true? Um and start you know, the questioning through that, like, you know, and look at the evidence, you know, and find the, you know, look for the evidence as well. Because I promise you, if you're looking through at these limiting beliefs is when they became, you know, real for you. When, when has there been a time in your life when that's not actually true? When what you believe wasn't actually the case, you know, maybe you think that you weren't, that you're not good enough. Well, when was there times that you were actually good enough? You know, like maybe you, you know, aced a job interview and got your dream job. Like obviously that was a moment that you were good enough, right? That you were enough just as you were. Um, you know, that's what I mean. Like there's moments in your life that are actually going to contradict what it is that you believe. But also when looking through that stuff as well, who made you believe that? Who told you that? really question who told you that to be the truth who told you that you were not enough 
because sometimes it's those moments where we actually have you know we we sort of believe that we're not enough but then we have people who also then back that up and tell us that it's not enough you know maybe you know for me I had my grandmother always tell me that I was never good enough and you know and my dad to a point and then from there then it was you know kids at school would sometimes tell you oh you're not good enough to be my friend or you know they would do things that make you feel like you're not enough and then follow that on with first boyfriends you know oh you're not enough for me you know what I mean like you just it, it's usually other people and you know you have to question why have they told you this what have they gained out of telling you that you were not enough um, and to to really look at that to really really get into that because I think that you'll find when you go through that process is that what you've sort of grown up believing isn't the truth at all it's just what you've been led to believe is the truth um but in reality you have more evidence support like that's actually not true (laughs) um so definitely doing something like that you can also use like a timeline meditation in that sort of sense as well to you know reorder your timeline and to go back to that particular moment and and to reshuffle it and to change it and that stuff's available online so um that's not you know like timeline meditation is not something that i'm personally meditation yes i'm trained in uh, timeline meditation no so i would just find ones online that i resonate with um to be able to do that so for me though so this is where i was getting to before before I was like no I'm going to wait for that one is when you go through all that work sometimes you get to a point of going wow I really held myself back because of these limiting beliefs Um, you know like I really didn't go for this opportunity because I believed that I wasn't enough and that's just a load of shit you'll start to you know it'll open your eyes quite a fair bit and that's totally okay right but the thing about it is you cannot be hard on yourself because at the time, you know, at any given time, you made the choices um, that were best for you in the moment. I think that's really, really important. Like you made the choices with what you had around you. So maybe, you know, some people, you know, think that they're inherently bad people, but they're not bad people. They just made bad choices at a particular time of their life because, you know, the choices that they had to choose from were just you know, bad choice A or bad choice B, they didn't have good choices at that particular time. So, you know, you, you've got to let go of that stuff as well. I think that's really important in this sort of step as well. So working through these limiting beliefs, I think is a perfect time for some self-compassion and some self-forgiveness. And, you know, with that sort of self-forgiveness as well, like you, you, you do need to, um, you know, sort of let it go in that sense because it's, you, you know, you think that you have, I don't know, like you can kind of, you can really beat up on yourself, right? You can really get to a point of being like, wow, I really fucked this up um, or I could have had this if I had just done that and, you know, if I just believe this or I just believe that or I can't believe that I spent my whole life thinking, you know, allowing people to make me feel like I wasn't enough when that's not the case. So what you need to do from here is is sort of self-forgiveness. And one of the most beautiful practices that you can ever do, and I love 
this practice and it can be done in so many different ways and it's up to you which way you prefer to do it. It's called Hoponopono. Hopono, not yeah, Hoponopono. God, it's a long one. It's a Hawaiian prayer and it's this it's a forgiveness practice and it's just it's really beautiful. And you can either do this in meditation, um, where you can hold what it is that you want to, you know, whether it's you want to forgive yourself or you want to forgive somebody else or whatever it might want to be. Um, or maybe, you know, you want to forgive this particular thought or whatever it is. You hold that intention and you go through the Ho'oponopono practice. Or alternatively, you can journal it out and you can actually write it out. You can write what it is that you want to forgive yourself for and then go through the um, the practice. And the practice goes a little something like this. It is about, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And, you know, it sounds so easy, but obviously as you repeat it through, especially in a meditation, is that it's just really connecting you with yourself and I think one of the things that I'm going to do is I'm actually going to record a Ho'oponopono meditation um, as part of this not this episode of this podcast but as a separate one so that people can do this particular practice Um, yeah so keep an eye out for that because I would love to take you know people through that and just have that sort of free resource for people because it is really sort of liberating and just remember you know when you're saying you're like I'm sorry I'm sorry that I let you know, this limiting belief, hold me back, you know, you know, please forgive me, please forgive me for, you know, believing this to be the truth and please forgive me for holding on to this for so long. But, you know, thank you for the lessons that I've learned along the way and what this has taught me. And, you know, I love you. And, you know, that's that ultimate act of self-compassion. And it's really about, you know, being, acknowledging what's held you back and and letting go forgiving it and letting go so it's such a beautiful beautiful practice if you do get around to it and like I said I will put a resource out here in the next couple of weeks that will just be a separate little purely just a Ho'oponopono um, meditation guided meditation for you so you can keep an eye out on that but alternatively if you want to get into it straight away jump online you'll find a million of them I promise all right so just to wrap it up we have spoken about you know declaring what it is that you actually want and doing it with confidence and with pride um not begging not being desperate about it being like this is what i want hey universe i want six figures for my annual income this year um you know this or something better right so just getting straight in there and declaring what it is that you want and when we're declaring what it is that we want we're dreaming we're allowing ourselves the permission and the space and the time to dream fucking big right not to limit ourselves down with what we think is possible and not to get caught up on oh how's this even going to happen we don't need to worry about that that's not our problem right our problem like what we need to do is that we need to dream big and put it out there right And then asking ourselves, what is coming up for us about this? Why haven't we achieved this already? You know, what has stopped us in the past from from having this? And and why do we believe that to be so? And and this is where, you know, when I told you the good, the bad and the ugly, you know, like manifesting is is a love-hate relationship because it's so much good. There's a highest of highs, but there's a lowest of lows because the lowest of lows is when we need to face this stuff. And a lot of this stuff that we're facing, like, trust me, when you're facing your limiting beliefs, is you realize that these are things that you have just not faced <laughs> in the past. And then these are, 
you know, because we've been taught not to face our sort of emotions and stuff like that. And, and, you know, what I'm telling you is counterintuitive because I'm telling you, hey, go right in there, go head first and, and follow this and just, you know, tackle it on head first. And then what I've done is given you some different ways in which you can do that sort of work and you know and I'm always open if anybody wants to do that sort of work and you want to do it together please reach out I obviously offer coaching and we can do a session based on this stuff as well which is fantastic but you know like let's you know do the work work through it and then come at a place with this self-compassion and self-love for a little bit of forgiveness to allow yourself some closure on what has been because you know, you know, you think about what has held you back from achieving any of the stuff that you've wanted to achieve in the past. Cool. That's in the past now. Now we're, we're, we're um, sort of, we're forgiving that and we're letting it go. And now we're going to face it with this new mindset um, for this new outcome. All right. So that's where we're going to leave it today with our little manifesting 101. And today we're into that, you know, the be, do, have model. And next week, we'll still be in the B phase of it, the B phase. Um, but we're going to talk about embodiment next week. So I'm really, really excited about that um, because that's the fucking, that's for me, that's like the best part. I love that part, the embodiment phase. So I cannot wait to see you in the next episode. Now, just remember, self-love club is open for registration, a free virtual workshop on Zoom. So you can do it from anywhere in the world. Please join us. I really look forward to seeing you in there. And we will be talking about the self-love stuff. We can talk about the manifesting stuff. We can talk about anything. So come on in, register. Don't forget it's at the website, kissmycrownacademy.com and look for the self-love club tab and then just pop your details in and you'll be all registered and we'll send you out the link for Zoom on the day so that you're ready to just, I don't know, be in love with yourself and live an amazing fucking abundant life. All right, my queens, I love you. I will catch you in the next episode. And uh, yeah, don't forget to do this little homework. I'd love to hear all about it. I'd like to hear what comes up for you. I'd love to hear what your dreams are. I would love to hear what your limiting beliefs are. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure to head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.